it's not recording. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the brown book. I've just turned a new page. Coming along for the ride today is a new friend uh, by the name of Zan, who's joining us today um, to let us know who she is. Welcome to you, Zan. And please, who are you? Who am I? Um, I am a being having a human experience. <laughs> That's a good answer. Right. Any further details? Um, well, um, there's just so much to it. I, I think um, there's a lot to say. It just it depends on how we want to, where we want to go in our conversation. Okay. Well, I can tell you have an accent. Maybe you tell people where you come from. Okay, I'm from the United States. I was born and raised in Texas, um, which is a like a, a Midwest kind of state. Um, so I do have a little bit of a Texas U.S. accent. I grew up in South Texas in a little coastal city. It was right next to the Gulf of Mexico. Um, I'm still employed. Uh, with a U.S. employer right now uh, out of San Antonio, Texas. And so um, that chapter of my life is about ready to end. Uh, and, and I'm really kind of really excited about about that. It's it's a big deal. So uh, it, there's a lot of transition happening in my life. So. Well, that's cool. Um, I'll just let everybody know, um, Zan and I have met on one occasion um, due to the fact that Zan is starting a Reiki business. Are you still going ahead with that, Zan? Yes, I am. I, uh, last year, well, golly, it wasn't even last year. It was earlier this year. I followed a lifelong dream of mine to, to complete, uh, my Reiki studies and, and complete a course to get certified to administer Reiki 1, 2, and 3, which is, uh, you know, face-to-face -face Reiki, in-person Reiki, distance Reiki, and also the ability to attune others, to be a master Reiki, uh, <clears throat> to be a Reiki master as well. Um, I have been practicing. Um, I want to continue to practice and expand my practice here in uh, Melbourne, Australia, and um, because I feel like that is the path forward for me in this next chapter of my life. Well, that's good. Are you uh, thinking of expanding on that and getting other modalities or just sticking with the Reiki? Um, yeah. I plan on just sticking with Reiki. Um, the other modality or area I might go into, and, and I've just started with a Qigong practice, um, is, is, is Qigong. And eventually hopefully i'll be good enough to maybe hopefully be an instructor or host some small classes uh, can, uh in the community can you explain that a little more i'm, I'm not sure i know what that is um it, it's just it's it's a martial it, it's i guess it's the baby sister of tai chi which is a martial person but but qigong really to me is a meditative of practice of movements and it is what i have found it is the it is like what my my body craves to do um 
I've just started practicing it. I'm in love with it. Um, I just can't get enough of it. But I'm at the very baby stages of it. Um, and I feel like um, it has come into my life at the perfect time. Again, just like Reiki, it is something that has been in the back of my mind, something I've wanted to do for a very long time. And I never just crossed over, put that foot into those waters. And finally I have, and I'm so glad that I, that I started. Um, it, it's, I think that I'm at that stage in my life where I want to do the things that I've always wanted to do. And I, and I, and I feel like, I've spent a lot of time doing the things that I needed to do or that I felt like I needed to do. Or that others wanted you to do in that part of it as well? Um, I wouldn't say that. No, I would just say that uh, I was just kind of driven to do what I needed to do uh, for my, uh, what, for what I thought, it, what it meant to survive. Um, and that, that aspect's changed for you now. What you need to survive is something different now. Well, I hope so. I hope I can learn. I, I hope I can learn to, to see that differently. Uh, because before, what it meant to survive for me was to, to have a career, to progress along in that career and, and, and be, get to the highest position I could that I was comfortable with to make the most amount of money, to support myself, um, to always strive to educate myself in, in, in every way that I could to get, get further along in my career. Um, I was mostly focused on building a career and making money because I think that came from child, it was a childhood trauma of uh, based in lack. I, I think that I felt like if I didn't do that to take care of myself, that nobody else was going to take care of me. And I didn't trust, I didn't have that knowing and trust in the universe that everything would be okay. I kind of felt like if I don't do this, who will? Yeah. So I, I really made it sort of my biggest goal was to take care of myself in that way. And I'm changing that. It's not a bad goal, but it, it definitely reaches a point where you understand that there's more to life than that. And I think you're reaching that point with the Reiki. And the um, movement that you're talking about, is it sort of somatic healing kind of movement? Or is it just you go as you feel, like you, where it takes you kind of thing? Um, Qigong, definitely, and I'm going to have to, you know, I'm not an expert, so let me, let me borrow from, from Google. Okay. <laughs> Let's go, we can do Google. Yeah, from Google. And what Google says, Qigong is a system of coordinated body posture and movement, breathing and meditation said to be useful for the purpose of health, spirituality, and martial arts training. Okay, yeah, um, um. Curious is how it, it differs from Tai Chi. I suppose Tai Chi is a very constructed movement um, and a regular movement where maybe the other one is more free. I know, I just did, I know a lady in WA that um, does something similar, but it's 
not quite as structured and it's based around her sexuality and being a rape victim and how she um, recovers from that in her femininity sort of thing. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, sort, sort of like... Um... It's, it's her being unafraid, uh, essentially, of sexual encounters or a, an attempt to repair uh, muscle memories and um, traumas through movement. Wow, that's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that's... It's kind of like what it sounds like to me, where her movement is very... Um, it's kind of sensual, um, but it can be very um, alpha male as well, almost like, whoa, don't be so aggressive. <laughs> 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 uh, and and I was, uh, I met her as part of my healing journey and she wanted me to do all these movements and I'm like, okay, you show me what to do. And she showed me and went, oh, I can't do that, can't do that. What was holding you back? What do you think it was that made you feel that way? Um, uh, inability to be vulnerable in front of somebody else was my thing. And, and practicing at home is probably fine. I could probably do that. Um, and, um, I kind of was like, you want to play with my body? Like you want to move my body, but I want you to talk to my mind. Oh, I see. So did it feel like, like, like very sexual? Are you, the, you know, did it feel that way? Well, yes, because it was, it was for her a very sensual, sexual kind of thing. But it was about movement and releasing tension in that part of your body. And it's like, seriously, lady, I'm really sorry. You know, like you do realize I'm a lesbian, you know, and you're a straight lady. Go over there. <laughs> you, you know those street ladies, they don't like to just go over there. Oh, I know. And it was just kind of like, okay, this is not helping my mind at all. Not at all. Not at all. And, um, I mean, it was very, she had two layers to it. One was really sensual and sexy and nice. And then there was another one that was almost guttural. And little scary. It was kind of like, okay, okay. <laughs> And so, was this like in her home, or did you go to a place and like do some ecstatic dance? Have you are you familiar with ecstatic dance? No, um, I hadn't seen ecstatic dance before, and probably not since. But it was in her house, oh. and it was um, I don't know, like she was kind of crouched, and then her arms were moving, and it was it was really nice to watch. But I'm thinking. Yeah, okay, you're really fluid and stuff. That's awesome. I don't think I'm that fluid, but I can play, do that at home, but yeah. Is there a, a certain kind of music that you think, like, was this to music? Or was it just not to music? Was it like? It was, it was to music. Uh, it was kind of like, I don't know, um, some of the meditation, massaging music type stuff. Oh, okay. Do you think if you had, is there any kind of music you think that would just inspire you to, to just move, that would just get into you so deep that it would make you move? Oh, yeah, yeah. Music makes me move all the time. But I just was like, that's way too sexual for me. 
And I'm like, that's almost like a, that's almost like foreplay what you're doing right now. Like, calm down, please. Is it because it was her and it wasn't a partner? Would you have been able to do it with a partner, that very thing? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, yeah, yeah. I could do that with a partner. And it was kind of like, don't excite the lesbian. Anyway, back to your story. Sorry, I didn't want to do that. You got me very enthralled. I was very uh, interested in hearing about your experience because that does sound a little bit like ecstatic dance to me. Uh, And what what is is that similar, is it? It can be. uh, Ecstatic dance is, to me, the experiences I've had. Now, I know there's a lot of different types of ecstatic dance that that you can participate in, and they have a lot of it here in Melbourne. Uh, But basically, it's sort of like a free-form movement. They start playing some music, you know, and whoever is hosting it kind of curates the playlist. Um, But uh, basically, it's like free-form music or movements. You're not really trying to dance to a beat you're not trying to like go out there and and do a moonwalk or you know or any any specific type of dances you're freeform moving you could stand there and just look at this look up at the ceiling if you wanted to if that was your expression but it's just everybody gets out on the dance floor everybody just kind of moves and dances by themselves but you can interact with others um or not and some of that interaction can be uh, a lot of sensual movements and interaction it could be guttural it could be sensual it could be robotic it could be rhythmic it's whenever you you and that other person out on the dance floor want it to be um and um so i i've been to several ecstatic dance uh dances and well, you know, and I've been to act, and I've I've enjoyed them. It's very freeing, and, and it's kind of dark, and and the music's usually pretty good. And uh, because you can be free if you're in a little bit of a dark area, you got to yeah, be. yeah. And you don't have to dance with anyone. Most people don't. Um, they just kind of dance by themselves. No. Um, and they're not really kind of dancing. I mean, some of people some people really aren't dancing. They're just kind of uh moving their arms very slowly centrally or or whatever i mean it's kind of it's it's kind of out there but if that's something that um you you know and then there's no there's no pressure you don't have to move sensually if you don't want to you could move you know in any way that's comfortable right yeah Yeah, so it, do you see, uh, like, I see a connection between the two, though, like what you're studying and, and and that kind of thing, because it is, it's more about free-form moving your body with what needs to move and, and stuff at the time, dependent on, it may not be the same dance every time, it's kind of, yeah, Tai Chi is very kind of like, you, you do a certain pattern of movements and stuff, I've seen them do it on the beach, but. Yeah, um, I would I would suggest your your style is more uh, more free form. Is there actual 
um, steps you have to learn and stuff? Oh, absolutely. There's a lot of different movements that are part of the uh, teaching, yeah. uh, and they're all uh, meant to do different things for you spiritually and physically. Um, and they're very, they can be very healing and, and they can be a part as part of a strength training uh, exercise rather than just uh, spiritual. Mm. Um, it's really meant to get your body moving, but in a very gentle, strategic way. Uh, so that's really what I like about it because I'm in my 50s and I'm just not the athlete I used to be. And I don't always have access to a gym to just go in and lift weights or to go play like I used to play racquetball. So I'm, I really started Qigong as a way to be able to move my body strategically, but in a way that, that kind of satisfies all the different uh, aspects of, of where I am with my life. I want to uh, pay attention to the spiritual uh, and emotional, physical side of myself. And I feel like just going to the gym and, and lifting weights I mean, while that, that does have that component, to me, Qigong was a little bit more wholesome in that in that respect um, for me. Yeah, because um, I'm just wondering, like, because you have the Reiki and the symbols of Reiki and stuff like that, and you've essentially got the purple Reiki energy all the time now, um, do you think they will overlap once you get better? I do. I actually do. I think there's there's some crossover, but I, I'm I'm so new to this that this um, this study that I really can't speak with any like I I don't know enough about it to really tell you yeah. or share. But I can tell you that to me it feels like there's going to be a lot of overlap, which I think is really exciting because I just feel like these are two pieces of a puzzle that are coming together very nicely for me in this new chapter of my life. Well, it sounds like it. It sounds like it. Now, being a Texan, what on earth brought you to Melbourne, Australia? Well, uh, my daughter who lives here, my one and only child, and eventually, it was a couple of years ago when we started talking about me moving here. And I didn't get serious about it. I mean, really serious. I was getting serious, but it, I mean, to move to another country is Mexico. a lot of steps. It's, there's a lot of steps that need to be taken. Yeah. And uh, the first thing I had to do was, it, it wasn't just to make a decision. I had to say, am I financially available for this move? Can I do it? Um, so I had to make sure I tied up any and all financial ties in the U.S. so I could go and feel free. Um that doesn't mean that I can have a lot of money, but it means that I just basically tied things up at any debts I might add, anything I might owed might have owed anybody. I just I just wanted to to clean up my side of the street and make sure that I wasn't leaving trouble behind. Yes, obviously it's a huge move. It's a huge about not moving from Western Australia to Victoria for my daughter, so I understand why why it's done. The love of your life wants you to move, and you move. You know. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I I'm not 
this is this is my one and only child and you know when when she told me that she would very much like for me to live here it it really sunk in and it made me incredibly happy because although I had you know I was comfortable where I was at I was kind of comfortably distracted and this this year this this year this 2023 more than any other year in, in the last I guess 15 years is what I would call a banner year of change for me um, because it is all my beliefs and all my old systems of being have been challenged and that and, and that essentially is is a huge moment in time, but it's also poignantly the best moment in time is the challenge because once you get through the challenge to the other side and the new new you emerges, anybody that's left behind in that process um, makes room for new people to enter. That's right. That's right. You know, being being here in in Australia. It, it, this this has been a journey. This last twelve months has been an incredible journey, because I'm learning very poignantly the concepts of really what it what is it what is impermanence and what is uh, non attachment. I know these are Buddhist concepts concepts, but. I can borrow them, right? Yeah, so you can. In my own life, I want to know what those what those mean for me. And I letting go of a very comfortable life where I was really good at distracting myself, but I wasn't living my truest high, being my truest highest self. Um, I was kind of you know going through the motions, um, and in some ways, I still am. You know, I kind of had the the comfortable job, uh, you know, everything was in place, but it, I wasn't with my daughter, my, you know, the most important family member in my life. And I was kind of, I could have spent the rest of the next 10, 20 years kind of trudging along doing that. But there was something that said, there's something more out here. There's something more. You need it's you're, you're looking for your, you're looking for your else. There must be something else. There must be else. something else. There's something else, and I can do this. Yes. Um, and I need to do this. I do need to do this now. Uh, and so I've been challenged because I let go of comfort. I let go of security and certainty. And here I am in a new country. Um, and next month, I'm going to finally go back to the U.S. and put in my notice to quit a very comfortable, you know, secure job. Yeah. So I can come back and sit here and face myself with and 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 uh, and, and face my old belief systems of what does it really mean to be a human being and what does it really mean to live my and be my best self. What do you envision at the moment your best self to be? Like what 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 are your goals for in say five years? Well, 
oh golly, in five years, I can't even tell you what's going to happen in five weeks. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, I know where I'm going to be in five weeks. Um, but what what's the magic is going to happen when I come back from the U.S. with no job. I'm going to have very little money, but I am going to have a lot of time. Yes. And I'm going to have a lot of space. I'm going to, I'm creating that space for creativity to happen. Yeah. It sounds crazy, but people, you know, ask, well, oh, are you going to get a job? Are you going to, you know, what are you going to do? You know, what I'm going to do is I'm going to do nothing. Absolutely nothing. Why not? Absolutely nothing. And you're going to discover yourself and you're going to learn art. And you're going to learn and learn and learn and become a brilliant new person. That's right. I'm, you know, in the pro I'm like a, you know, like a caterpillar, <laughs> you know, that's crawled into a cocoon. And what's going to emerge, hopefully, is this beautiful butterfly. Yep. But it's all about letting go of old belief systems, old tools, old practices, old things that just were keeping, keeping me comfortably numb. And I'm going to let go, I'm letting go of all that. Yep. And embracing a new, uh, uncertain world. Um, so I guess we'll have to talk in a year and find out, like, where I land. Because right now, from where I stand, it's like, okay, I'm, you know, I'm I'm jumping off the cliff. And I are stepping off the ledge. And I don't know what, where the next step is going to be. But I definitely know it's not going to be where I was before. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I, I envy you the strength to actually take that step. Um, I, I have a job. Um, I don't particularly want to be employed. Um, I would rather do art and I would rather do podcasts and I would rather do woodworking, um, stuff and I would rather melt glass in a microwave and do all sorts of weird and wonderful things, but. I still need money. So I need to work out how to do all those things and become my best self and have enough money to exist in this planet. Right? But really, honestly, isn't it interesting? And, and I don't know if this is the case but anymore, but it used to be when I was younger. Whenever I needed the money, it would just show up. Show up. Yeah, it goes so well. It was the right time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I know that as a younger person, I believed in that and I trusted in that. And as, as I've gotten older, I've become so, um, I had become so used to the idea that it had to be certain, that I couldn't put things to chance. Well, that's holding, I think that belief was holding me back or is holding me back. I'm trying really hard I had to trust that and we go back to that 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 concept that it's 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 gonna happen I, I have that same feeling and kind of like yep yeah, but I've got to make sure I've got to make sure I've got to... that's yeah. right yeah yeah that's right and and I think I was stuck in that loop for so long that's why you know the career the money the always striving always wanting to do better be the best and 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 not take any chances um but that was, I was painting myself into a corner with that. It was, it was a big, I guess you could say, just a big old ego trip, you know? Yes. Just, 
and 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 there's more to life than that. I don't I don't have all the answers, but I can tell you this: it's not that for me. No, it isn't. It isn't. It, it isn't. It, that isn't it. It's there is something else, and finding out what that something else is for everybody is crucial, um, because COVID proved that we don't have to be at work to live. Um, we don't have to be at an office every day and go through probably an hour and a half getting there and then an hour and a half getting home, maybe two hours getting home. It, that's not necessary anymore. So there is so much that has been opened up. Um, COVID's a bad thing, but a lot of stuff has been opened up for people to make these realisations that there is something else other than working and dying. You know? Right. Right. I'm not going to say that I'm not going to work. I know. But, but yeah. Right. I, I think what I'm going to do is I want to work in a way that brings me and others joy yes. in a different way than it did before. Yeah. And um, for me, I'm going to start, I'm starting with Reiki. Yeah. Um, but I'll also be doing freelance work. And I don't know what freelance work I'm going to do, but I have a lot of things I can do and I can help others with. So. We will see where that, what unfolds when I, you know, I think what I'm going to do is just allow myself to feel bored, allow myself to not have things to do, allow myself to let those creative juices flow and see what, what, what is born from all that space. Okay. Well, we, what, just sitting back now, like, would you do art of some kind as well? Oh, yeah, I do. I love doing art. Um, there's so many things that I love to do. Um, I, you know, I like to do uh, pencil and pen and watercolor, watercolor, mixed media kind of art. I like to do uh, art from found objects out in nature, um, like Andy Goldworthy, you know, make installations out of sticks, rocks and leaves and then you know, let nature reclaim the art piece once it's, you know, the wind blows or the rain comes or somebody runs through it. Um, but also out of maybe junk art, uh, junk pieces, um, you know, make make little effigies or, or little... Is that wood or is that like metal? It, anything. Anything, yeah. Anything. Yeah. Yeah. So... Um, an artist to my own heart. Found found junk or found Yeah, yeah. I mean my first choice is 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 nature. It would be, you know, making something out of maybe, you know, rocks and sticks and leaves. Yeah. Um but um after that, you know, it could be junk. If I'm stuck at home or I'm at the, a friend's house or a friend's property, like my friend Laura. Um, she has this huge uh, property, and she has uh, lived there for a while, so she has some junk laying around, and we'll just go out and we'll collect some junk and, and make art out of it. And uh, so that's fun. And I, you can do that anywhere. There's stuff laying around. You just go for a walk, and you can find stuff. Yeah, I need <laughs> You find all kinds of stuff. I mean, even trash that you're going to throw out, you can make some, some of it. You can make art out of so there's, um, because I live in the Caravan Park and next door, kind of behind, is the McDonald's and then there's a road and there's a um, strip in the middle of the road 
And I went and walked along there with everybody. And I didn't even look them in the eye, but I just walked along that. It was only probably oh, two metres wide, this strip. And I just walked up one side and then down the other side and then came back home. And I found two little bottles and some electronic stuff and, yeah, a whole bunch of things to put in my art. So they're still sitting there looking at me going, where are we fit? And I'm like, you'll find a place, don't worry, find a place. I've got keys, I've got my art table in front of me has got stuff around. I have to, the, one of the reasons I'm not doing video with these is because I fidget. So I've got a bunch of keys and I'm playing with the keys and I'm doing art while I'm talking to you because I fidget so much. Oh, well that in itself is an art. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, uh, my hands get bored and I just fidget, so yeah. If I didn't fidget with the keys and the artwork, I'd be playing with a computer and that would screw the whole thing. Oh, right. Yeah, I can I can understand that a lot. Um, I, I, I get it. Um, no, it's just a great, uh, great way to, to, to get the message out. I'm really happy that, you know, you have offered this opportunity to me to, to, to participate in your, your podcast. Well, this is the new me, hopefully. Um, I have a tendency to let things slide because I get uh, self-sabotage and imposter syndrome and all those wonderful things. But, um... The new catch cry, I think, is do it terrified. Um, so we're doing it terrified for now, and then we'll get better at it. And it's when I get better at it that, so oh, I've done that now, I'm bored with that now, and I stop. So I have to stop myself from stopping, basically. And for well, congratulations, and good for you, because you can give me inspiration, because that's where I am with my Reiki. That's where, that's where I am. Yeah, it's it's new beginnings, and um, I don't know if it's completely out with the old. Um, it's acknowledging the old and stepping forward into the new with a, a better understanding of why you're stepping in that direction. Um, I mean, you, you chose Reiki for a reason. Why did you choose Reiki? I felt like I, I had a... There was something in me that said you can help others in a way that feels good to them but also in a way that I just felt like I it was something I could do well and it just felt like that was something I could do um it's like it's hard to explain it's like why does somebody pick up the guitar you know why does somebody you know say they want to be a chef it's like you just some some things just resonate with you for whatever reason and this resonated with me um, I had different experiences uh, and felt like I, I had a sense of energy moving through my body. I had a sense of that, that there was a purpose for that, that if I, if I connect to that or because I was able to connect with it unknowingly, it just mm -hmm. could happen, that if I could practice and, and channel that and learn how to tap into Reiki energy, uh, and learn how to, you know, work with that and help others that that wouldn't be just me, you know, having accidents around the house because of kinetic energy. But you throw a body. It would be me, you know, using something that I naturally 
was able to tap into you and using it for good to help other people. Yeah, I am. I I've always been naturally gifted at massage, and um, I enjoyed that. Um, but then the day I met um, my best friend in the world, um, the wonderful Miss Karen, um, she's she's a Reiki master, and she advertised in the local area. I'd never had one. But the sparks of energy that were unexplainable to me that happened when I was within her range of movement were just, wow, what is that? And um, not that I consider myself Reiki worthy or anything like that, but I do have an ability to play with energy and... um, Karen sends Reiki to me to heal me, but I can send Reiki to her through a crystal. But it's not Reiki. It's just a sensation of warmth and care and strength. And I just hold on to the rock for dear life and basically send out this energy to her. And she feels it. And that's because we're very connected as people. Um, Could I do that for the world at large? I don't know. I can do it for a few people, but and is that the new me? I don't know. It's a bit scary. It's a bit scary, yeah. And I, I yeah, exactly. Uh, I think that we we all have the ability to connect with with others, but I, you know, maybe it's true. Maybe some people you have a, a more clear connection to than others, um, and so they're, therefore it makes it easier. I don't know. We'll see. I've, uh, I'm still, I'm still working on my practice, and uh, I'm finding it to be really, really interesting and cool. How that energy works and how it flows. And then, and then afterwards, the the whole, um, are you exhausted or are you you good? You energized yourself. Um, to be honest with you, um, I haven't found myself exhausted i mean there was one time when i that that it wore me out a lot but it was a long session um and you know it's standing on the feet and it's being very focused and it's very meditative uh but reiki in general is supposed to be from my understanding the practitioner tapping into an energy that's available to all of us Mm -hmm. it's not necessarily something that comes from the practitioner it's something that just is out in the universe that the practitioner is able to help channel and when that happens it helps the practitioner and it helps the client um so it's really not something that i i think that you know you hear, you know, people transferring energy to or from others. Um, it is my understanding that with Reiki, that that energy is something that the practitioner and the client both tap into. So I personally haven't found myself exhausted, except for maybe one time. Um, uh, but it remains to be seen. And it's something that as I continue on this path with Reiki, I am keeping a journal a diary of my uh, pract- you know, my practices to see uh, the evolution of of how that experience um, is for me. 
Okay, cool. Um, I'm just letting everybody know that I first met Dan when I went for a Reiki session. Um, and the journaling part was interesting. Um, and have you had anybody else see colors? I haven't had anybody see colors. Um, what I have had is a variety of different experiences. Um, and I would say it's, it's, it's just different, um, different sensations that are common to Reiki. So can you tell me a little bit about the colors and in your experience of that? Um, well, I don't recall our session quite as strongly as I should. Um, I do recall that there was color. Um, there was a, a lime or a sage green. There was also the, the Reiki color is purple to strong, rich, royal purple. Um, and there's usually, um, uh, colors that I would associate with the healer, um, as their energy. Um, uh, Karen has an orange dot and then the purple circle, um, it collapses over her orange dot. So that's Karen's energy. I also have had Reiki from another lady who had sage green, but then there was pops of blue coming from either side. And in your case, um, it, there's one point I'm not quite sure what part of the Reiki session it is, but there's like a, um, it's, it's not fireworks per se but it's like firework colors of popping blue tiny little blue lights that pop and and then they disappear so um that's that's the colors that i see um and if i see what i see is the healer's color in my mind i can say oh well why does you know zan is connecting with me is there a problem and I do that with Karen. She'll connect with me sometimes. Um, I don't know. I just see colors. Oh, that's incredible. Uh, that that's really that's really neat because that's an aspect of Reiki that I think many people experience, and I've experienced it when I've received healing energy from others. Um, last year, I. I, I actually, um, in the, the year 2020, most of 2022 and up until when I moved here, mm -hmm. um, my roommate, Sarah, um, was also, um, a healer and, um, an energy healer. Um, she did massage therapy, Reiki and sound healing. Yeah. And, uh, I had some incredible experiences with Sarah and, uh, a healing in, in the healing practices. Um, and I remember one time, uh, we both had this amazing, uh, she was doing a drumming session for me, uh, after my, after my brother passed away. Yeah. Uh, and my brother passed away in 2021. It, and I got the, and this is just a, this is a really interesting story. Yeah. Uh, he, we were estranged. He was estranged from the family, yep. basically. And I got a call at Christmas Eve that he um, that he had passed away, and uh, that his his wife wasn't going to have a uh, a ceremony. She wasn't going to do anything to celebrate his life or his or 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 honor his death. 
and and the family what nobody he shouldn't tell anybody you know how he died or where or anything it was just a phone call and it was like he's dead we're sorry there will be nothing there won't even be an announcement on the newspaper well there will be nothing thank you goodbye and it's like whoa that's pretty full on man that's yeah this was on christmas eve 2022 well i'm sorry yeah that's serious yeah it was like the timing of that was just crazy and and um and it just gets weirder but the synchronicity of it all was just crazy and i mean that's a whole other conversation but so for the next month, I was just grieving this, the loss of this brother that I, I, you know, had lost contact with that I, I didn't understand what had happened or why things had happened the way they did. And I, I just needed to let go. So I, I invited Sarah over before she moved in, uh, you know, before we became roommates. And I said, I really need to work on this issue. It's just, it's really something that's that, that I need to process. And so she did this drumming session and we ended up having this vision that we both had. Um, and it just basically started off with, and I think this was like the turning point in my life where I was like, okay, like this is a turning point. Yeah. I am not going to stay where I'm at. Like this, my life is going to change and it's going to change now. Yeah. Um, so as she was drumming, I saw this, I saw this beautiful phoenix kind of rise from the ashes and it, and it flew right before me and, and I was watching it and it went and it landed on a branch of a tree yeah. and I saw it kind of perched up on this branch for just a moment and then it opened its wings and it started flying upwards. And as it was flying upwards, it transformed into this big, beautiful thunderbird. Yeah, okay. It's good. And it and it and it just spread its wings and it kept spreading them until everything was just engulfed in its wings. And then it, it came down and it wrapped its wings around me and my daughter. And it and at and it and, and at that very moment it had us facing the sunlight um and it was just embracing us and i was like whoa this is so cool and i felt at that moment the release of all that uncertainty and that pain of loss of my brother of all the things that that were left unsaid and i just accepted the loss i accepted the whole thing and that I was free of that pain. And after the session, <clears throat> Sarah had the same, she had that vision, that same vision of the Thunderbird sun soaring through the sky and landing and, and from her perspective, landing before the sun. And it's so crazy. So by saying the same thing is pretty. Yeah. And, and, and that's why, you know, as time went on, uh, we connected even more. And then finally she was in a situation where she needed a place to live. And I said, of course you can stay with me. And, um, and that was really great. I mean, we had a really great, uh, we, we set up a really great home as roommates, but, but yeah, I learned a lot in that, in that one session. 
And out of all the sessions I've had of his sound healings and different meditations and all the different things, that one was a game changer. That was the one that said, yeah, get in touch with your with spirit. There's more to life than what you're doing. And yeah, what you're doing, you know, Johnny is not it. Yeah, just run with it. Run with the spirit. Yeah, definitely. I see where you're going with that. That's awesome. Um, and and the possibility, like, so many people out there outside your window, and um, how many of them have got stories like that and have actually touched the spirit and their own spirit as well? Like, um, did you find out how your brother died? I didn't. I never found out. Um, he lost, and, and the only thing I, I no, but there is a lot of different theories, you know, because I have a, a a surviving another brother and a sister. Yeah. And we don't know. Nobody knows for sure. All we can do is guess. Yeah. Uh, and the wife. The wife and that, yeah, all that. But seeing your feelings is enough to say, I'm good, I'm fine, I'm happy. I'm rising from anything that was dragging me down and it's your turn now, sis, let's go. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. So... So yeah, um, it wasn't long after that that uh, that I really kind of started deciding that I needed to move to Australia. Um, I mean, I knew I that was going to, but it was about I guess it was about twelve months later, about fourteen months later, when I finally said, "This is it. I'm 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 pushing the timeline. I'm gonna work like a bad woman to make this happen." Um, it was like, I have to be in Australia. I have to be where my daughter is. Yes, I gave you the urgency you needed to actually get it done to get here, basically. That's right, right, because I'm like, what am I doing here? Mm. Like, my bro look at this, you know, people, to see, to have my brother die and, and know that my daughter's here, COVID happened. Yeah, yeah. Life is so uncertain. You never know when somebody's going to die or get sick. And I felt like I'm playing Russian roulette. I'm over here. You know, it takes t almost 24 hours to travel from Melbourne to San Antonio. Like, what if she gets sick? What if I get sick? What if something happens, you know? Or how long is it going to take to get to each other? And who's really what's really important in life? Is it this job? No. Is it living in this house? No. Is it the friends I have here and living the life I'm living? What's important? It's it's really being with people that I it was somebody I love, and and being with family and living my truth, uh, even if it's uncomfortable and scary and and, and I lose everything, I'm gonna go for it. Absolutely, well done. Go you. Listen to you. You're so empowered by the stuff you've done, and that's awesome. I love it. Empowerment is such a, it's such a, it's such a, um, oh, it, 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 it's just like running through the street screaming, going, look at me and, and get out of my way, dude. <laughs> get out of my way. Um, oh, I'm not going to be that person. I'm going to be, let's walk together. Yeah, yeah, but you can do that, that primal roar just to, roar, you know, I'm here, roar, let's, that's right. Uh, that primal roar. Yeah, I remember years ago that when I got my uh, my cards 
bread. That's what my, uh, that's what she told me to do. She said, you need to roar. You need to, you need to have your voice heard. One need to be primal. One hundred percent. Yeah, but that, that was the old you. The new you is pumped and ready to go. Pumped? Pumped and ready to go. And do I have all the answers? No. I have more questions than answered than answers. Um, I nothing is certain in my life, but that's I'm at a good place because I've got this, this blank canvas that is my life. And is that is that like um how 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 huge is the excitement level with that? The excitement level it, it's hard to say because I think there's like a a plethora of, of, of emotions that come with it. It's fear, excitement, uncertainty, yeah. um, feeling pensive, feeling like, oh my God, I've just made a huge mistake. <laughs> it's not just excitement. It's like all the emotions coming and going and, and all at once and all being extremely valid. Yeah, yeah. And I, I know that feeling. I drove from WA to South Australia and I've driven across the country a couple of times and you're like halfway there and it's stinking hot. There's 200 million flies on your back and you're like, what on earth am I doing here? I could be watching TV on the couch, but that's all right. Off we go. And you just keep going and you push yourself and you push yourself and you push yourself. That's right. I and that's the kind of adventures I mean with the flies. <laughs> you don't want to know about Australian flies. Do not go to the outback unless you've got a net over your face. If if you want to go outside after ten AM then you're on your own. No other Australian will be outside. Oh wow. Well, I'm when I come back, when I so I'm gonna go to so at the end of this month I'm going back to Texas when I'm Tell my boss in his face that I quit. I'm going to do it right. I'm going to hand him his computer and I'm going to be like, hey, goodbye. I'm off. Going back to, you know, um, focus on my family, which is absolutely true and absolutely important. Yeah. And uh, I, I'm, I'm going to come back here and I'm going to be open to adventures and open to meeting people and getting to know people because really... That's what it's all about, and knowing myself and really knowing and loving other people. Because to me, that's what I feel like, like I'm here to do, is just to love people. Like, get to know them and love them. Well, you're a little earth angel, just so you know. Just an earth angel. Just be an earth angel like the rest of us earth angels that are here. We are amazing. We are. And so are you. Well, thank you. You're welcome. You're an earth angel because you're... you're um, Epitomies and your your um, direction and your willingness and energy and everything that you have is so positive. Um, you could have let so many aspects kind of knock you down and keep you laying there. No, no, we'll get up like a phoenix and we'll keep running. It's good. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. I hope you're proud of you. I'm proud of you. And I don't even know you. <laughs> well, thank you. I, I, I am proud of me, 
um i'm not gonna say that there's always a sense of pride it's it's it it, it comes and goes it's sort of like oh i'm proud of me and it's like oh what have i done <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah it's kind of like oh why am i here oh you're in a yeah but but yeah well thank you thank you for letting me on your show and uh i felt like i you know uh i feel like you're you're really on to something i think you have a lot to share with other people and so i wish you all the best and, and luck and uh if you ever want to get together and make an make some art just let me know well go out and forage for some junk and then come back and glue it all together and yeah then it'd be awesome and you do know that now you've been a guest on the show you can come back and expand on your story and tell us the next chapter and how do you spell that um what is it, it, it i can't even pronounce it the movement thing how do you spell that oh she gone that's at q i yeah g o n g right because i'm gonna have to put that up soon well you should oh, you should and 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 you know i'm at the very beginning of my journey with that but if you if you're ever interested in you know, uh, maybe we get a group together and do some of that in the park. That would be awesome. Yeah, um, I have a tendency to do all such things, but that's okay. And group activities are most important. <laughs> okay, I have a tendency to giggle at people. Gets me in bad trouble. But anyway, thank you so so much for um, joining me today and giving me an, a, a further insight into your world. And I'm really really sorry about your brother. And I hope um, that this Christmas Eve um, you can look up and say, I'm doing it. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. And um, I will be. Um, this will be the second Christmas. No, the third. Oh, I can't even. I don't even know. Um, but it'll be... It'll be another Christmas, um, and this one is a lot better than the first one. Yes, the first one is horrendous, I know. Yeah. All right, well, good to talk to you. I'll let you go, and thank you again so, so much. Pretty yeah, Thank you. Have a, great, have a great rest of your day. I shall. You too. Bye for right. now. Bye. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that was the wonderful Zan. I hope you enjoyed our chat today. If any of you would like uh, to speak regarding the Kichong, um or about uh, anything Reiki, uh, Reiki energy, energy, energy transferals, um, please get in touch. I'm happy to chat about anything and everything. I've always got an opinion on everything. So sit back and um, let me know. That was a bad ending. I'm sorry. Enjoy your day, people. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate all of you. Thank you so, so much to Zion and everybody else that's come in and done an interview. It It's really, really, really starting to feel like something important is happening. And it's thanks to Zan and people like her that it's all possible so please please come forward join me for a chat let's start talking